happy campers. Hello. Welcome to another Sunday the 15th edition of Geeking Out and a happy choo-choo-choo-choo cha-cha-cha-cha to all of you too. <laughs> Coming to you from the from the Voorhees family restaurant. Try the chops. So uh, wow. It's, a, wow. <laughs> it's been a rough week. Oh, we got stuff to talk about, I do believe, and including uh, last week we just did an did a review of Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, which mm -hmm. neither one of us really thought was that bad. So if I recall correctly, we both gave it a four out of five. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It just <clears throat> wasn't the best, but, but it wasn't bad. The, the problem is it's one of those movies you see once and you're not really inclined to see it again, as yeah. evidenced by its 82% drop from week one to week two at the box office. That's, yeah. uh, that does not... That does not bode well for Benedict Cumberbatch's career or Marvel Phase Four, for that matter. But yeah. so that's not, that's not good at all. Though. Marvel Marvel made the mistake, and and I pointed it out that uh, Doctor Strange Two is one of those movies you see once and you don't want to see it again. Yes. Because you have to know who the Scarlet Witch is. You have to know what her backstory is. You have to know Doctor Strange and what his backstory is. You have to know all these other things. This is an insider movie. And it's got the stink of being involved in the Phase 4 MCU that the gamer skaters are calling it. So, the fandom menace, we can <laughs> call it. But uh, So, I know I'm in no great shakes to see two again. I do kind of want to see one again at some point, but mm, not rushing to I'm not rushing to it. see it and it's over on Disney Plus and eh, which is something else we need to talk about at some point cuz boy, all the streaming services are taking it on the chin and I swear, Christopher, didn't somebody call this about 3 or 4 months ago? Who 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 was that? Who? Who was that? Who? 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 <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, yep, and sure enough, the uh, Netflix lost ooh, a big fat 200,000 subscribers, which sounds like a lot until you realize that they got hundreds of millions of subscribers, which doesn't sound like a lot until you realize that's the first loss they've had in a decade. They have Aww. always been able to pull in more suckers, I mean, pull in more customers than they lost, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, boy. But anyway, so what do we got in the news this week, Chris? Well, I will tell you nothing really all that exciting. Oh, awesome. Uh, first of all, I do want to start out because I love this guy to death. Mm -hmm. uh, actor Fred Word passed away at 79. Mm -hmm. uh, he has been in a slew of movies, but he's one of the most well-known as Trimmers. As he played, uh, wait, was Kevin Bacon Earl or was, you know, well, anyway, yeah, he's been in a bunch of movies, but yeah, he sadly passed away at 79 and man. Yeah, somebody else passed away not that long ago. Who was it? Uh, Mickey Gilly's gone. We've, uh, we've lost a, 85 already. Gee whiz. Oh, I'm trying to see. Oh yeah. George Perez was the one we lost this past week. Uh, and I knew there was somebody I was trying to think of, and this is why I really need to start taking notes. I laugh at Chris and his 
note cards, but at least he has <laughs> he has things to talk about. If I don't write it down, I'll forget. George Perez, he he was the guy who got a start on Avengers back in the seventies and made them cool. And then DC hired him away, paired him up with Marv Wolfman, and they're the ones who made the new Teen Titans really, really cool. To the point they were actually going neck and neck with the X-Men for years in the early 80s. So if you were an angsty teenager, you either read, you either read Teen Titans or X-Men or both. So, and to be honest, as many horny hormonal teenagers and George Perez drawing Starfire, hey, that's just a license to print money there, pal. But, so I wish you best down the road, George. It's been a... It's been nice seeing you, and man, that's all I've got to say. I'm glad to, glad to have gotten to see your your artwork, and still get to see your artwork because your George Perez's pencils are used in all kinds of DC merchandise. So, him and Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, <laughs> they're both huge in the '80s. Anyway. All right. So exciting. What have you got? Exciting. Oh, new? exciting. <clears throat> Uh, well, Anything? uh, let's see here. <laughs> I got a lot of cringy stuff. Yay! Um, so, you remember a show called Married with Children? Yes, I remember Married with Children. Well, guess what? That show's on, uh, on Pluto TV's family sitcom channel. It does. It's, it's there now. It's part uh, I mean, of classic TV comedy. they also have all comedies. in the family, too. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Uh, so, yeah. anyway... Married with Children is making a comeback, except it's all animated. The uh, original cast of Married with Children is coming back to do the voices of their own characters. Yeah. Well, honestly, That's you don't want you don't want to see any of these guys thirty years later. So, I, I, so I'm good with. Hey, anything that uh, gives Ed O'Neill work, I'm good with that. That is true. Especially a chance to hear Katie Seagal, because she has been throwing down on animation voiceover work for decades now. She's Leela over on... I think she did Leela over Futurama. on Futurama as a lark, and then wound up making pretty good cheddar at it. So, I mean, it'd be interesting, but I'm also it's just one of those culture shocks, because it's like, man, what they got away with back then... <laughs> Can they do it now? Like it's like okay, well let's let's do it. All and right, that's, I'm up that's, for it. That's the really hilarious thing. Everybody, everybody thinks the '80s and '90s were this wild, carefree, no boundaries thing. No, 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 no. It was every bit as restrictive and tight butted as it is now. Except back then, it was the right wing of the political spectrum. Who are all tight butted and and seized up and stuff and soft filth and sin everywhere. Now it's the left wing that's doing it, and they don't call it sin; they call it diversity, and they don't call it uh, filth; they call it inclusivity. Mm. So now it's gone. It's the exact same horse crap, just on the other side of the street. So. <laughs> Could they get away with it? Well, I don't know, because all those horse crap left-wingers are the ones in charge of all these studios and channels and apps and the mainstream media and increasingly fringe parts of the media, too. I mean, Fox News is now left-wing, essentially. 
they they are they have a few token right wingers left, but they're mostly <laughs> left wing behind the cameras now, telling them what they can and can't talk about. So it's the same old garbage. But can and <laughs> I was gonna, about to ask, can the left take it? No, they can't. So I predict this will go down in flames very very quickly. Probably highly rated flames, but still in flames. Because the, the really hilarious part is, if you watch Married with Children, it is a very Republican sitcom. Very. And don't forget, that's where Hooters came from. <laughs> Hooters got the idea from Married with Children. but Nice. Uh, that's, that's the urban <laughs> legend anyway. I can't prove that's true. Anyway. Um, so what we got, Chris? Amber Heard might be facing jail time. Uh, so there was an incident, I forgot what they call it, but there well, was... Well, she a, should be able to defend herself, right? <laughs> so, here's the thing. Uh, a long time ago, they were... It, they had to go to Australia, but Amber was wanting to take their two little dogs. You know, the one that she blamed for pooping on the bed, but it was actually her? Yeah. Well, in order to take the two dogs, it would take up to about maybe six months for that to actually be processed, for the dogs to be allowed to come over to Australia, because Australia apparently does not have any rabies. Mm -hmm. So any animals outside of Australia has to be tested, has to have paperwork, has to have all this and everything. Mm -hmm. So they could not wait to do that. Well, she could not wait to do that. And everybody told her to just leave the dogs behind, you know, for somebody to take care of yeah. while they're in Australia. Mm -hmm. She decides to sneak them on board. And when she gets there to Australia, she says she has all the paperwork and everything. And everything's been signed. Everything's been taken care of. But it turns out that she... She's a lying sack of crap. She didn't have that. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here is the punishment for bringing in animals without all the proper paperwork. They would either get, they would either kill the animals, or yes, you would have acceptable, yes. or you would have to send the animals back immediately, and you would face jail time. Well, no charges was made because, you know, celebrities. Yes. But it turns out that during this court case, <laughs> evidence came out. Where she literally admitted all this. So now, she might be facing jail time because of that incident from Australia. No. <laughs> Stupid old Jennifer. I swear, it's... Okay, let's, let's go ahead and tick off all the animal rights people at PETA right now. Animals is good for two things. Eating and killing. Okay. That's all oh, animals are good for. There Most we go. animals. There we go. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you're going to bring a rabid dog to Australia where they have no rabies and you're going to threaten an entire... Eh, they say it's a continent. I, I would argue it's just an oversized island. If you're going to attempt to introduce rabies into a into virgin territory... I say send the animal back and kill the celebrity who tried to bring him in. <laughs> so I have zero cares. I have even fewer cares about animal rights than I do about 
environmentalism. So all you greeny weenies can eat a bag too. But <laughs> uh, that's me, and we all know I'm a jerk. So it kind of takes away the sting from it, and they they want to call you all these different degrees of a jerk, and then if you go ahead and admit you're a jerk up front, you they it loses its sting, you know. So. Yes. All right, Chris. What else we got in the news this week that we need to talk about? Uh, the Crow reboot starts filming this summer with Bill Skarsgård as the starring role. Okay, uh, talk me through this. Bill Skarsgård, who the heck is He that? is It. He played It. He is one of the Skarsgård's family, you know. Now, if the crow could make people float, I might actually be there for it. But, um, it uh, I didn't watch it. I think I saw the original it once, and that was just part of it. I watched it and loved it because it was a different, I don't know, like it was a different style of horror that I was like, man, this is really, really good. <laughs> I thought the second one was horrible. It was really stupid because it's like it, it the second one is literally the clown feeding off of their fears as an adult, but it's like you just haunted these kids and took their biggest fears that they had to get through and it's like they shouldn't be scared of you no more. They yeah, exactly. already needed you. <laughs> like, why? Why are we doing a sequel with the same people? Because they're older. Because we it's, wanted to make two money, two movies worth of sweet, sweet hooker blow money. It was just so stupid. I was like, I can't get into this. This is dumb. But now, isn't Stranger Things four on its way? Yes. I can't remember when it's supposed to release. I know I'm seeing an insane amount of merchandise for this one. I don't know who at Netflix finally sobered up and realized, hey, we can make money off of this. I am seeing, of all things, I'm trying to remember what this was called. I saw it at Walmart. It was Stranger Things for Crazy Butcher's Chicken, Boneless Chicken Parts. Something like that. It was some kind of chicken nuggets, but it was... <laughs> I am that's seeing good, Stranger Things Doritos, and may I just see that say that the beast on the uh, on the under underside or whatever it's called, the other world, whatever it's called, because I haven't seen any of it since two. Does that not just look like the biggest vajayjay in the planet? I mean, it, <laughs> it looks like a cross between a vajayjay and Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, so, wow! I, I don't see the. Wow. I, I guess seeing it on a Dorito bag, it looks a lot less intimidating than it would in person. But that's... <laughs> hey, you got jokes, I got jokes. <laughs> you see this about She-Hulk is might be coming out August 17th? Okay, now, wait. Let me, let me read... I don't know if you've read this yet. The synopsis for this new show coming to Disney+. Plus. I know a little bit of it. Okay, here we go. This is coming out August 17th, supposedly. This new comedy series sees Bruce Banner help his cousin Jennifer Walters when she needs an emergency blood transfusion, and guess what? She receives his powers, too. Tatiana Maslany will play Jennifer, who is a lawyer specializing in superhuman-oriented legal cases. Mark Ruffalo is back as the Hulk alongside Tim Roth, who plays the Abomination. <clears throat> you know what? 
I have exactly one objection to this because this is the proper way to do it. She-Hulk is a ludicrous idea, so the franchise needs to be ludicrous, okay? It does need to be a sitcom. You can't play She-Hulk straight. You really can't. I have exactly one objection. Well, Mark Ruffalo. Just dropkick him into a low-level orbit and get him the heck away from the Hulk franchise. Just reboot again. Reboot? No. Get any, anybody but Mark Ruffalo. I'm tired of him getting diarrhea of the mouth every time somebody points a camera at him. <laughs> uh, this one, I'm actually kind of looking forward to. You know what? Make She-Hulk a Disney princess at the end. At the very end of it, then you... You see She-Hawk, and she's got the little Disney princess outfits and all the other stuff. Ooh, better idea. A picture of her standing on top of a mountain of bodies, and all the bodies are princesses. All the Disney princesses are just laying there dead, and she's just... That is uh, actually within the realm of possibility of the MCU, so they do hate them some Disney princesses. But anyway. <laughs> uh, so what else you got, Chris? Uh, well, oh, speaking of uh, Disney, <laughs> Disney is still planning to release Black Panther 2 this November, this year. Finally, yes. Like, For that's a big deal. Like, everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> or get Black yeah, considering this that, year? <laughs> considering that was, last I heard, that was what, 2023, yeah. 2024 they were talking like about? That, yeah. I don't know. What the delay was? Well, I oh. take that back. I know, <laughs> I know what the delay was, and it didn't have anything to do with the star dying. It had to do all together. Now it was a black franchise at a white fur at a white corporation, and when Pasty McWhiteface decides that uh, he wants to be overly woke, the first thing he does is he jettisons all the black franchises. So, because black people don't count. In Whitey McWhite, white bread world. White bread world. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm still kind of subscribed to the old Harvey Birdman <laughs> thing. That's where uh, that's where Black Vulcan gets called to the witness stand to testify against Aquaman, and he says Aquaman called him called him Black Vulcan. He wanted to be Super Volt. He's he said, Black Vulcan was Aquaman's idea. I said, well, maybe we ought to call you Whitefish. <laughs> the joke doesn't work so well after the movie, but anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, everyone's just in shock that it's that they decided to, hey, yeah, we're getting a Black Panther 2 this year. Mm -hmm. So everyone's like, holy crap, okay, let's do this. <laughs> I'm good so with that. Then they ever figure out who's going to... There I'm guessing no that what the movie's released on what yet. I would imagine that's likely, what the movie's about to figure out who would replace. More likely, it is going to be his sister. So I would be surprisingly good with that. Yeah, me too. I'm all right with it. I liked her. She was like she stole the first movie out to me. Yeah. I mean, like she was. Yeah, she was. She was geek bait in the first <laughs> movie. Yeah, like her and Killmonger to me was like the standout from that movie, and I was just like. See, this, this is what happens when you have black characters written well and developed properly. The exact opposite of that is Naomi over on the DC, which just got axed. It won't be back for a wow, second season. Wow, that just started, didn't it? Yeah, that won't be back for season two. Last I saw, they were averaging 300,000 viewers an episode. 
You cannot do that on broadcast television, especially not on network. I think people, I, th I don't think it, it's the shows too well. I think it's just the fact that people are just tired of the CW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and that's the, the too. And the garbage that they're thuking on <laughs> yeah, it's like The other thing, the other thing too, is they've canceled Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow. Which they should. Yeah, and, but do you know why? It wasn't because of the ratings. Really? They didn't cancel them for ratings. They wanted to save money on studio, on leased studio space. They wanted to cut the how much money they spent on leasing space at the studios. And again, again, understand this is Warner Brothers. Oh, they boy. own their studios, but they wanted to save some phony baloney money on their phony baloney books. They're bookkeeping. That is so <laughs> stupid. Oh, my goodness. What's What was oh. that saying that, that goes around the, the meme web? Uh, very hurt, much ouch. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> if if I'm... if Honestly, if I'm Greg Berlanti right now, I'm kind of sweating bullets because right now Flash is safe. But I honestly think that and Riverdale would be the only shows he has left on the CW, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I think so, yeah. Mm. Flash is ending too, so. Oh, and S Snyder, Snyder Cut fans aren't real. Oh. They're just bots that cheated the they, Academy oh, Awards. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Well, yeah, I was wondering about that because everybody's like, oh, yeah, Snyder's just as they should have won the Academy Award. And I'm like, no, 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 it shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. It wasn't that good. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, I'm trying to keep my voice down, but. Horny over Snyder, but <laughs> Snyder's not that best. Snyder, like, stop that. Yeah, <laughs> he was not that good, but that anyway. Well, now what else have we got, Chris? What's up? What else in the news right now? All here? right, some more stupid stuff. Yay, uh, stupid stuff. AJ AJ A JJ Abrams, Abrams, that guy, yeah, is producing a Hot Wheels live action movie. I thought we already have one. It's called Fast and the Furious, but. <laughs> All right. I'll, you know what? I'm not even going to say anything. I'll concede that one to you. You win that round. Oh, yes. I got one. You win that I round. I would say that joke. <laughs> All right. What else you got? Uh, uh, well, uh, Jason Momoa is in talks to start in the... <laughs> he can't even finish it. It's the set to start in a Minecraft movie. So which blockhead is he playing? <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's happening. Um, so, yeah. In other news, uh, Susan Sarandon has taken over uh, Sharon Stone's uh, role in Blue Beetle, playing Victoria Cord. I guess she's the bad guy? Uh, probably a sister or something. I don't know who Victoria Court is. It sounds like one of those one of those things they just introduced into the comic book so they can have something for the have movie. Have that one white but, person? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, one... Well, there, okay, there's two things that I love about this. One, it's good to see Susan Sarandon still out there doing stuff. You know? Breathing, yeah. And second, Blue Beetle! 
we're getting a Blue Beetle movie, you know? I mean, I already knew that that was happening, but it's like, I don't know, it's good to be confirmed that that don't. is happening. <laughs> you know? A lot of people, I think a lot of people would probably be wondering, Blue Beetle, what in the world? Because, oh. honestly, for since the Blue, Be the Blue Beetle was created back in the 60s, and they didn't even know what to do with him then, okay? Back, he was one of the uh, Charlton comics, I believe. They didn't know what to do with him then. DC get, buys him when Charlton goes bankrupt. They buy him and Captain Adam and Nightshade, a bunch of other Charlton comic book characters, and brings them into the DC pantheon. They didn't know what to do with Blue Beetle then. The only one who really figured out what to do with them was J.M. DeMattis and Keith Giffen when they did Justice League International. That's when they paired him up with Booster Gold, and they became like this comedy team, like Jerry Lewis and... <laughs> and uh, Dean Martin, but it's, they've, I, I, I'm actually got to say, they've been doing a better job with it, like over the last 20 years or so, with the Jamie Rias character, by basically taking the scarab that had always been a thing in Blue Beetle, and turning it into an alien intelligence that gives him super duper powers and all this other stuff. The bad part was Ted Cord was killed before Jamie got the, the beetle. That's how he got it. And that's in the comic books. And then... Is Jamie the Latino one? Yes, okay. he's the Latino one. That was one of the few race lifts that worked because they created the character from whole cloth. I didn't like the way they killed Ted Cord because I'm not even going to get into that. But... Uh, but that was one of the few race lifts that I actually think they did a really good job in. Uh, I don't know who all was involved in that in that reboot, but it worked out pretty well. And then they brought Ted back from the dead because everybody comes back from the dead in comic books. So it's it turned out pretty well. So I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to be able to do with this. I would imagine it would be centered more around Jamie Reyes with more of Ted Cord being a kind of like a, a big brother type or maybe a mentor of some sort who, who acts as a consultant. I mean, I could see this doing good if they go, like, I mean, are they doing the whole, like, he's a kid route, like, type of thing? Or if they're smart, they're going to do him. If they're smart, they're not going to take the Shazam route where he becomes a kid in a, in a grown-up's body. They're going to do him as... A teenager, probably about 16, 17, I think, was when he uh, started. Well. He's a high school student. Kind of like Spider-Man. He always had that kind of Spider-Man type vibe to him. And then, uh, so he's trying to figure that out and talk to this alien scarab that's attached to his spine in a foreign language, by the way. But Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, wasn't that, wasn't it like it hooks onto you and like he couldn't get it off, so he's like literally right. stuck with it? Yeah, he's stuck with it until it releases him, yes. Okay. Yeah. But in in the process, it, it's able to give him a suit of armor. He can fly. He can shoot laser blasts and all this other stuff. So I can't wait. Yeah, that, that one actually ought to be pretty fun. I would have laughed that off five years ago, and then Aquaman taught me better. So <laughs> never. I mean, look at what's happened over the last quarter of a century, okay? There used to be certain rules in the comic book industry that you just could not break, okay? Nobody can pick up Thor's hammer. 
I picked up Thor's hammer last week, okay? So that's not, that's not a good thing. Uh, you don't touch Captain America's shield. People are catching Captain America's shield like it's a Frisbee now. That's not a good thing. DC, on the other hand, they are, uh, they're showing you can't do anything. Aquaman is a joke character. No, he's not. When, not once Jason Momoa got a hold of it. And then uh, Do Bucky will always be dead. This is when Marvel got right with the Winter Soldier. They brought Bucky back. And it's just, there's been a lot of basic rules of comic books that have been broken over the years. Some good, some bad. So, yeah, I mean. I do feel bad for Ed Brubaker because he got dicked out of all the any of that nice, tasty uh, merchandising money from the Winter Soldier. But that that sucked, Marvel. You need to do right by Ed Brubaker. I'm sure somebody at Marvel is listening to me. But I mean, the whole fact that they don't change things is like, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But I do understand when they do change and make a character do this instead of that mm -hmm. more because... I mean, that's kind of like what comic books do. It's like they'll tell one story, and then they'll be like, hey, let's do a whole new different thing with this character, and then they'll do like four or five different crud on just one story. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. I'm for it. Okay. So what else we got, Chris? Okay, I got two more things. Yay! Uh, so... Oh, boy. I'm really into this stupid Here on this Here we go. <laughs> the farce <laughs> is strong with this one. Go ahead. The Rock may be taking over Will Smith's spot as the genie in the sequel to the live-action Aladdin movie. I can't figure out which is funnier, the fact that The Rock is going to be the genie in Aladdin 2. Or the fact they're actually making a sequel to that huge pile of elephant dung. Both. All of it. All Dis Disney just doesn't care. I know. Disney, I honestly, know. Like, they have virtue to signal they don't care. This is another huge story we need to talk about. It has nothing to do with Aladdin. Uh, Josh Hawley, I think. I think that's his name. He's a, re he's a Republican representative. He's in the House of Representatives. He introduced a bill this past week that would restore copyright law to its original form. I don't know if you've heard about this. No. Right now, because Disney keeps paying off members of Congress, they keep extending the copyright term. It was, it's gone from where it was originally to now 95 years from the death of the creator. So, Walt Disney died... 95 years. Well, it 95 years from data creation is what oh, I should okay. say. <laughs> like, the well, creator well, him, <laughs> the creator himself, if he retains copyright, it's like if he writes a book, 95 or 95 years after he dies is when the copy it goes into the public domain. The book does. So it's been we're closing in on 95 years since Steamboat Willie made his first appearance. Mm -hmm. Well, and Disney went to Congress to try to pay him off, say, well, can we get another quarter century out of it because we don't want anybody else doing any Mickey Mouse stuff. Josh Hawley got a hold of that, saw that how, 
how they fought the anti-groomer law down in Florida, the one that said stop talking to kids kindergarten to third grade about their genitals, and most especially about your genitals, he saw what they were doing there, saw how bad they fought, and saw how much of a stink they raised over Florida Governor Ron DeSantis costing uh, Disney World down there their self-governing status. Did you know that Walt Disney ran its own government down there in Florida? No. That's in the city of Orlando where they were at in the Buena Vista area. Disney World and the surrounding area, that whole little town that they were located in, Disney owned all of that and they ran it. They were their own government since it was built like 1972, 73, whenever it was. So they Florida stripped them of that. So now Disney has to pay property taxes on everything they own in that district from now on. What Josh Hawley did, he wants to restore copyright to its original length. In other words, cancel the two pieces of legislation that extended it down to 56 years. If this, now this is not going to pass the House or the Senate right now, but come December of this year, well, no, I'll take it back. January of 2023 is when the new Congress will take place. January 2023, if Republicans hold both houses of Congress, they could roll that back to 56 years, which means Mickey Mouse is suddenly public domain. So is Donald Duck. So is Goofy. So is uh, Snow White, All Seven Dwarves. Anything that was made before mm, roughly 1967. All of it would go into the public domain. Chippendale goes into the public domain. Uncle Scrooge goes into the public domain. So does this mean that there is a chance that we might get a sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit? It's possible. Well, not necessarily because that would be that would they would still have copyright on that, but but they could try. <laughs> they can try. They can do everything, but yeah. And for that matter, uh, if that happens, then that means all the Hollywood studios start losing control of their intellectual properties. So Bugs Bunny goes into the public domain. There's already Bugs Bunny public domain cartoons. You see the little cheapy cheapy DVD cartoons in Walmart and every gas station from here to Timbuktu that's like five bucks for four hours of cartoons. All of those are in the public domain because copyright ran out on them. But the characters themselves would go into the public domain. So guess what? You wouldn't be able to use Roger Rabbit, but you could use just about everybody else in that movie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Including up to and including Woody Woodpecker. It's yes, he was in that movie. It's very interesting. So watch this space. I'll keep you updated if I find anything else about very this. Interesting. Wow. So I believe, by, if my count is accurate, you have one story left. Yes, this to me is the best. The best um, for last, yeah. This is the best because I this this dude has done so much and he deserves it. But James... Hong gets his Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Mm -hmm. James Hong has been in 
so many movies. I mean, he's been in movies like uh, Mulan, Kung Fu Panda, Chinatown, Blade Runner, uh, even Turning Red, Big Trouble in Little China. He has done 78 films, which honestly I could swear he has actually done more. <laughs> but he's done 78 films. This guy has appeared in so many movies. Uh as that really old agent Chinese dude. <laughs> Literally like that's that's but yeah, he finally gets his uh Hollywood walk of fame. Wherever wherever they need an old ancient oriental guy. What's yeah. his name? James Hong. Yeah. Let me see if I can find this guy, but Oh, you've seen him before. Oh yeah, I know yeah. this guy. Okay. <laughs> Born in nineteen twenty nine. Gee whiz. Yeah. He's been in media since the 1950s. He's, 90, he's 93 years old. Wow. He has been in a lot of movies. You go, dude. 600 credits in the film and television industry and counting. Mm -hmm. So. He's been a whole lot. Good can, for you. Good and for he, you, dude. He's always played that wacky, you know, funny dude, too. So, like, I yeah. he He's well-deserved. He's... Uh, yeah, I mean, I like it. I, I like that idea. Like, Yeah, that's one of those feel-good stories that we really need to get every once in a while. But So, yeah, well done, dude. Like I said, I didn't even recognize the name when you mentioned him. I don't think anybody knows who he is. Cause... That's the thing. He's been in so many things that it's like, if you don't know, it's like, hey, that's that dude from that one movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like... I mean, he's done, like, animation, he's done TV, he's done movies. I mean, he's done it all. So, yeah. I hate the fact that he had to wait this long to get it, but I'm glad he got it. Well, he that's deserves good. it. That's good. Okay, quickie before we go, we're going to go ahead and wrap this. Christopher Walken is now on the cast of Dune Part 2. Does Do you give a crap? We really need like a little jingle for here's, do you give a crap. Here's here's the thing, okay? I don't care about Dune, but I <laughs> might actually go watch Dune too. <laughs> Just because of Christopher Just because Walken. Christopher Walken's in it. That's that's what I was waiting to see, but like that's the only reason. Like I don't care about Dune. I didn't even watch the first movie. I didn't even watch the original. <laughs> So I really just like I don't care, but yeah, like Christopher Walken, you know, hey, that's another one that is like nice, like, <laughs> like you know, I like him. <laughs> so, well, I mean, uh, anything, any day with Christopher Walken in it is a good day. Uh, true. So that is true. I will, I will take that. So there's, <laughs> there's a certain celebrities like Morgan Freeman, Christopher Walken. The Clint Eastwood, they they turn up and you just smile because they're there. Yeah, and to like, know they're still there, it just it just puts the happy yeah. in your heart. So. I mean, they're they they were like the Betty White, you know. It's like yeah, Betty White like, was another one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we lost Betty White, but you know what? Betty White's out there waiting for us. Yeah, we'll, we'll catch up with that, her again soon. And that's the best thing. It's like when Betty White passed away, everybody was like, "What?" <laughs> it doesn't matter how old you were. They were like. 
Yeah. What? Everybody, <laughs> she's one of those that everybody thought that she was going to outlive them. Yeah. Because Betty White is just has always been there. has always been there. Yeah. So and, yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like you know, I mean, I'm not wishing nothing bad on this actor, but if somebody like Tom Cruise passed away, you know, everybody'd be like, oh wow, that's crazy. But if Morgan Freeman passed away, everybody, no. Yeah, that would no. that one would hurt. <laughs> like. No. He'd be like, oh, that's a shame Tom Cruise passed away, but if Morgan Freeman dies, that's going to be an ugly it's cry like, right there. It's like one person I know, and again, I do not want to wish anything bad upon this actor because I love this dude so much, and he's already going through a rough time, but Tim Curry, <laughs> like, if, if something, like, when his time comes, everybody's going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the hilarious, no. the hilarious part is, out of all the things Tim Curry has done his career in his career, do you know the one role I can reliably think of for him? Oh man, uh, I, I can't even imagine. What he 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 was the pirate on Fox's uh, Peter Pan and the Pirates. Oh yeah, yeah. So, boy, it it just rings with me. Like thirty years <laughs> later, I can still hear him doing that. I want that to be like my message tone on my smartphone. But Tim Curry, Curry is the best. Yeah. Just like, I don't know, transition to Goofy and the pure evil. Well, I mean, <laughs> he, he did Pennywise it. right, remember? Yeah, so that's true. That's, that's true. true. I still would rather take Tim Curry's Pennywise over over modern day Pennywise any day of the week. Which doesn't mean I want anything to do either with them because they're clowns and clowns are creepy always <laughs> and forever. But I even I, I even look askance at Bozo because you know he was abusing Clarabelle. But <laughs> there's like three people on the entire planet who got that joke right now. None of them are li- watching or listening to this. But so, let's go ahead and wrap it. Chris, any final words before we take off for the week? Uh, no. Uh, we won't be doing that next weekend. There will be no episode next week. The The Beloved and I are doing a special command performance in Cincinnati. We're going to be special guest DJs on WKRP. So, uh, of course, they've gone digital by now, and <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna—I don't know how we're gonna fit into that DVD case, but we'll try some way or another. So. All right. So, just a programming note: no, no show next week. So, I will be trying to update Uncle Juju, though. If you don't—if you are not aware—I now have a Substack page. It's UncleJuju Substack.com. Chris, I think you've already subscribed to the I do I, it, I do I send a news doing that right or not. I do send a newsletter out. It sends a newsletter out automatically, an email newsletter every time I post a new thing. I've only put up two in the last two weeks because it's been a little hectic. Well, I know you post it like a couple of times on it, Facebook and I'll then mm-hmm. I'll put it on to Movie Geek and Yeah. See you. I mean I've been I've been talking about different things over there, but it is free. Substack, usually they, they charge like a subscription to read or something. I'm doing it for free. I actually have to make a special effort not to put it behind a paywall. But if anybody out there wants to leave like a tip in the jar, you can go to the Substack page. You can leave a tip for either one of us because anything we get over there will split. We are up to a big fat $4.51 off of our podcast over at Anchor, by the way. So, <laughs> 
We're now on Spotify. Spotify is trying to push me into doing video podcasting as well. But quite frankly, all we do is take the audio podcast, I slap a, a sticker on it, and put it up on YouTube and Facebook. So. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you don't have to edit them. Yeah. Just like start, hit record them. That's true. So we'll see what happens. But So Uncle Juju, that's U-N-C-A-J-U-J-U. Ask Jerusha. She'll tell you all about it. <laughs> uncajuju.substack.com and uh, I will try to get those. I'm trying to update that twice a week is where I'd like to be, but we'll see how that goes out. Rather than doing these big, long, rambling tweets that go like 15, 20 tweets. I did another little bit of behind the scene if you're still hanging in there. Chris gets an audible notification every time I tweet something on the Who, What, Where account. This past week, I've been... You just threw up on the <laughs> I just threw up all over Twitter. <laughs> Ever since Elon Musk started threatening, I, I started throwing up all over Twitter. I'm pu- Do you realize I just passed 5,000 tweets on that Who, I, What, Where account? I believe it. I woke up and there was literally <laughs> like... I think there was like uh, 13 notifications <laughs> and all of them from you on Twitter. And I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> I got to the point where I'm just like... Like, like. Yeah, that's the other thing. Chris goes through and likes every page, so I know he saw it. So, uh, the the weird part now is if if I'm looking at my Twitter page because I've never really paid much attention to the Twitter before. I'll I would post erratically. I've actually, I'm not going to say we got a bunch of followers, but I'm now actually seeing notifications from people besides you. Who are, uh, oh, where do you go there? We have 24 followers. There you go. Yeah, so, I noticed there was a couple of people on there. I'm like, oh, he's mm-hmm. picking up some people. Yeah, starting to pick up. And I think I've picked up about a good quarter of them just since the uh, since the Elon Musk thing started. Boy, if that ain't <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> So, until next <laughs> Until, shoot, I got to get off of here. We, we could have gotten out of here at the 40-minute mark. Now it's 46. <laughs> I need to get out of here. So till next time, folks, fight. Chris. And we'll see you all on Elm Street. Ta-ya. Oh. <laughs>